Hello, Mena fans. Welcome back to Mena Fandom, spelt with a zero instead of an O between at the end there. I'm Menas, of course. I'm joined by my co-host, Red. Red, how are you? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing? Doing really good. Bit bit pressed for time this week. Um, so let's get straight into it. We're going to... Oh, please, let's get We're just so much to talk about. Uh, let's start with taking care of business. Uh, a few things I want to just uh, address. Now, there was a question put to me in the last episode. How can you get better as a host? And, and I've actually reflected on this on the last week and I guess my feedback to you Red is don't be one of those people that just cruises that just turns up every week and does the recording and then forgets about the show I'm the sort of person I always like to drive forward I'm ambitious I don't like things to get stagnant so you know I know you've had all these things going on in your personal life so I'm there's no sort of criticism about the past but how you can be a better host is get on the Get on the front foot with things. Don't be one of those passive co-hosts that just expects me to do everything. Do do uh, and I thank you. I appreciate that. Do you want me to get uh, maybe get out there and do some more things like you know like Blind Mike and, and Clemmer? You know, you're clearly in the one chair. I'm your I'm your second. So, do I need to be doing more on Twitch, getting more reps? You want me to hop on with Meeting of the Minds? How can I better myself here, Anders? You know, like what's going to well, get me better here? Yeah, that, that's a good point. But my, 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 as I said, my advice is don't just sit still. I want ideas. I want ambition. You know, I guess for an example, I, I've, I've gone ahead and um, hired an intern um, because, you know, I want the show to progress. Maybe we can do show clips, maybe uh, quotes, all that kind of thing. Uh, but that's just one element. You know, you, you've got a big, dumb brain. Use it. And, and don't, don't just, you know, cruise on in every week for a recording and think that's all you have to do because, you know, I want more from my co-host. Thank you. I appreciate that. Last, last week you did not treat this with any kind of sincerity at all. You just mm. wanted to go quickly to the Cullinane suck pump thing that you think I do. So I appreciate the, yeah, the honest weird. feedback. Weird why yeah. I would go there. Yeah, I don't know why you would go there. I mean, it's honestly, I mean, yeah, am I positive sometimes about Cullinane? Sure. But, I mean, I'm also critical of him. Absolutely. But I, I love how you just took that criticism on the chin. There was no excuses, you know. That's why you're the best co-host I've ever worked with because that's some honest feedback, you know. Don't be lazy, don't be dumb, and you're going to take it on board. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely a crazy person, there's no doubt. But I also don't take any of this seriously. So anybody who, you know, criticizes me. Well, that's your first problem. You should be taking this very seriously. This well, I take it very I take, seriously. Yeah, it's, yes, I take it very seriously for not taking it seriously. It is it is a comedy podcast. I should be dissecting mm. this with the important importance that uh Mayo has, for instance. I should do that. But um and so, you know, with that in mind, you know, I'm, I'm now designating you as the Kelly Martin of this operation. So you are the you are the guest booker, and okay. it, if we ever have guests on, it's on you to organise. Obviously, when you can't show up for a recording, I'll organise your fill in because I've thank you adept at doing that, and there's lots of people who can jump on. But sure. you know, I think our theory, our sort of approach to guests should be they just come in. And they spend maybe 20 minutes at the top of the show with us and then they go and, and we finish the show and, and do all our normal stuff. Um, it would be – there'd be more guest appearances. Do you think um, Do you think we need to have guys on that, that actually listen to KMS? Like we can't have – 100%. We can't have, we can't have Dave or on here. Right? No, yeah. Dave or Buddy not welcome because they're, they're over the show now. So That's too bad. I, yeah, I, so I, I love Buddy. Buddy seems to hate your guts, Manners. I don't know what happened there. You've always been so kind to him. I yeah, I, I think there's a few issues going on at home now um, with his wife. And, uh, look, I don't want to get into personal stuff. She's reached out to me a few times. And, oh, look, no. it, it, it's it's between Buddy, his wife, me. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to get involved okay. apart from being intimately involved. Um, mm. Now more taking care of business. Um, there's been no movement from the main show about Friday night in Boston heading into the Wilbur show. I've been given no... I've been given no responses to any of my approaches to what's going to happen the night before the Wilbur performance. So I'm keen to hear from all the Mina fans uh, what they want to do the night before the Wilbur. Um, also keen to head to Fenway Park one night, not not the night before the Wilbur, but, you know, in that couple of weeks where I'm in Boston. So maybe there'll be a group of Mina fans who can, you know, sing the rape song um, in Ooh. Section 10, for example. That would be nice. Do you want me? Do you want me to reach out to the show? I seem to have 
um, you know, it's a little bit more positive when I get that. I get a little immediate feedback from. Well, what was the what was it? Open the show with saying use your initiative. So it's a stupid question, Red. Of course, I want you to reach out to the well, hell. All right. I've well, just said use your initiative. Get well, the peanut butter out of your ears. Get the <laughs> right, peanut well, butter out of your ears and listen. Well, I'm sorry, fucko. I thought I would at least just ask you and get the approval, and then I would go do it. That's fine. Okay, I'll just act unilaterally. I'll do that. I'll do it. That's fine. Okay. All right, and also I uh, mentioned at the top of the show, but we again welcome Carlos, our new intern. Um, he started a, a show Twitter at Minifandom with a, a zero instead of an O at the end. I would not have gone that way myself. There was probably a thousand better options to to go with rather than replacing the zero the the O with a zero. But that's fine. I mean, Carlos's first language is not English, so we just got to accept that and. In the end, it's it's a, it's a Twitter handle for a parody show, so let's not get our knickers in a twist, VD. Um, let's just be happy, Red, that we have Carlos on board. I'm always happy to have an intern around. I love interns. I'm a big fan. Um, and I, I, I so far, so good from Carlos. He's been great in the DMs. Mm. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of issues last night with him. I had no idea because a lot of the accounts that I was blocked from, so I don't know. Uh, but if he's already angering people, I think he's doing a bang-up job. Way to go. It's a great answer. Yeah, doing a very good job. The, the only thing I'm annoyed with is I, I reached out, I sent him a message. Basically, someone else has got the Minna fandom Twitter handle and they're not using it. And I, I was thinking we should negotiate to get it. But then Carlos just went ahead and started the, the Minna fandom with the zero. So, look, I like it. He's got initiative, Carlos. He loves the show. He's a Minna fan. Um, you know, VD found some tweets of uh, Carlos criticizing me around the time Steve Robinson was suspended. And he's not on an island in that. I think every Minifan, apart from the smart ones like you and Ziggy and a few others, um, were criticising me. And I would say, Eve, like the strike rate of Minifans that have criticised me is 100%. Like every Minifan at some stage would have hated me for some reason. So we would never have an intern if the criteria was never hating me. Absolutely. And it's just like a crazy Minifan to go ahead and just dox somebody right off the bat. You have to have to appreciate the crazy Minifans that do that. So um, I would say anybody that's criticizing Menners while he was going after Steve Robinson is uh, a lunatic. And we saw that last night. And I, I hate to see that. It's a real shame for somebody. I think you just trigger guys. You get them over the edge and they just can't handle themselves. Menners, something about you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not delusional at all to go through an intern of a parody show tweet for the last few nope. years, is it? Not crazy no, that's, at all. That's not that's not crazy Normal. at all. That's not psychotic at all. No, not yeah, a I good mean, ad. Not a terrible ad for sobriety. Um, no. I mean, it's one step. It's really one step away from grabbing an AK and heading to a school. Yeah, I mean, you should probably get back on the heroin if um <laughs> if you're in that spot. Um, and, and then just taking care of business. Um. And of course, I'm joking. Um, um, yeah, would never want anyone to do heroin unless no, they no. really want to. No. Um, Clemmer um, messaged me after the show. So, this is a very, very drunk Clemmer uh, after the last minute fandom. So, you can imagine he's, he sounds about six siders deep. He goes, At 34 minutes and eight seconds, someone farts on minute fandom. I could almost smell it. I go laugh, doubt it. <laughs> He goes, sure sounds like it, beefy as fuck. You know, like he's hammered. <laughs> Fart jokes are funny when you're really hammered. Uh, I went back and listened to the audio. I don't think either of us farted. I think it was my chair on the floor. But also sure. if I did fart, like I don't care. Like, you know, we're recording remotely. So I can right. fart away actually. Right. I can shit I can, in my pants. Yeah, it doesn't matter here. Beefy as fuck is a great one. I love that. That is definitely, that's three ciders in, Clemmer right there. I definitely. Oh, mm. at least. All right, so that was taking care of business. Have you got anything for taking care of business? Um, I, you know, I've been out of the action when it comes to all the extra stuff. People have been very kind to me online. I don't know what's going on or it's been very quiet. So for whatever reason, I think I'm angering people just enough for them to, to leave me alone. I'm consistent enough to do that. So there hasn't been a lot of that extra stuff that we need to take care of. And I think you've been a very kind person to me online. I'm wondering, and you've been very kind to me on this show last couple of weeks. Are you all right? Because you've been what very are you nice to me. about. You've been very nice to me, Manners. I don't well, know what's going you're on. You're a great co-host. Um, oh, I give you my criticism when it's warranted. And okay, um, I just feel yeah, like I, it's because we're close. We're close to getting you here, and I feel like you're being very kind to people. 
because you're. you're I don't think so. I I mean, I can. I think I'm just being myself. Obviously, um, yeah. Look, I'm 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 easing back off the rape jokes because I'm going to meet these middle ladies soon. So yeah, and they might feel uncomfortable. Yeah, maybe a little bit. That's all right. (laughs) They've, they've just, heard and um, seen worse. It's totally fine. Well, what a great week of shows on the main show. A three-hour show to end the week, which I'm like 95% through. Um, so if in the last like five or ten minutes something incredible happened, you can tell me about it. I, um, I'm the same way. I didn't get all the way there because it's getting it's getting later in the day when they're releasing it here, right? So I'm not getting to the show till at least 1 o'clock. So I'm, mm. I'm not quite there yet. A three-hour show is very rare, Matters. We haven't had that mm. in a long time. No, so and we're living it was a good, good one. I mean, when on the last minute fandom, I brought up to you that I, I thought it was a bit strange how quickly Chris was willing to just move on from the main show and you know run off with Big Cat and you know that sort of playing out over the last couple of weeks. It was it was actually interesting being the opposite, like. Min- the, the the KMS show was reacting to Minna Fandom last week, which was an odd switch. Yeah, especially your, uh, some of your takes. Like you're uh, you're talking about Dave Cullinane and the uh, the gay jokes or mm. the gay references. That's running, you know, they're running away with that. And then your Clemmer take too, which it's pretty clear. It's not it's not odd that Kirkwood also had the same take of Clemmer is is long gone from KMS and he will be missed. Um, and I love to see him flirting with Barstool. If KMS is not going to give him a job, he's got to do what he's got to do. So, uh, and I don't know if you know this, but I think he's going to be on Barstool Idol. I think I, I got that impression. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, they were dropping heavy, heavy hints there. I think I don't know, but I got the impression he was doing something with Idol. That's what I got. Knows. Yeah, because they were saying that date in June where he can't be in the main show studio and they can't talk about why and they're not allowed to talk about it. So maybe it is something to do with Barstool Idol. Yeah, for a week, you know, Kirk made that reference about square feet and being in the city and whatever else. So, yeah, I think um, I think Barstool Idol is going to look good on Chris Clemmer, that's for sure. He's going to be the oldest guy there, though. I don't know how he's going to handle that. He's surrounded by kids. He certainly will be, like, I guess – I can imagine different to what the other idol contestants will be like. Chris is very unique. So I think, you know, you have a lot of sportos there. Um, you know, they'll all like gambling and sports and alcohol, like, cause that's probably how you get in the door. Um, but yeah, I think Chris will be the weirdest. He's got to be the weirdest there. It has to be. And who knows how many ciders they're going to let him have there. Or if he's going to have ciders, he might only, he might only be allowed to have the seltzers. I don't know if he's gonna be able to adjust to that. That's the thing. He's going to be going through withdrawals if he can't have his ciders. So even mm. angrier Chris, which is good. I like cunty Chris. So I hope we get some of that on idol. That'll yeah. be nice. I hope the cancer doesn't get him before June. I hope he makes it <laughs> um, through the summer. Um, all right, let's get into listener questions. We're going to flip the order on this minute fandom. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, uh, yeah, I, I, well, limited time. We've got about an hour, and I want to get to all the listener questions because I really love our listeners, uh, Red. And, you know, if they take the time and, you know, people criticise me for putting out the listener question tweet, we always get tons of questions. Listeners love it. They love feeling part of the show. So Montante and all those idiots that want to criticise, Um Fuck off. All right. So <laughs> let's start with Francis Satrial. And this is a bizarre question. If you could go back in time and intercept the 13-year-old Kirk Minahan, who just had his first nocturnal emission as he was heading to his parents' room out of fear for what just happened to his body, how would you comfort him? So we all know the story. Kirk had a wet dream. He goes to his parents. He's going to go to his parents' room, Peter and Patty, and um, – he, he doesn't go in there with his cum-filled pants. Instead, he goes back to bed. So smart stuff. I guess, Red, what would you say to a young 13-year-old Kirk Minahan? Well, I mean, I guess so we're approaching this probably we're his older brothers in this scenario, right? We just come out of the room, say, hey, what's up, little Kirk? How you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, you got to tell him, like, hey, this is normal, man. Don't worry. Like, this is not uh, – your dick didn't break. Um, you're not actually – this isn't pee. Uh, this is something else. And you just got to tell him. Hey, man, just, you know, clean up, always clean up, because it sounds like cleanup was an issue for Kirk. I don't know. Between the wiping and then this now, I so you got to help out with the cleanup. That's probably the biggest thing for a youngster is like, how do you clean up? How do you hide it? And you just got to make them feel like this is not this is not abnormal. 
Like, this is totally fine. I can't believe we're taking these questions serious. Like, uh, listen, I, hey, I, I I'm think here to help. It's the most bizarre question. It's a great one. Uh, it, it's, it's so sick, um, <laughs> you know, the fact that he's placing us in in hey. Kirk's house with after he's just come for the first time. Well, uh, I so, have no idea how I would comfort him. Now I would just, like, pull up my phone and show him, like, Pornhub or something and say this is what happens and just so some guy blowing his load all over some girl's face. Right. Well, for, so forgive me. I can't remember. Yes. Well done. I can't remember if you're an older brother or a younger bro- brother, Manners. I don't know if you've got an older brother. I'm a younger brother. brother. All right. So you had help. You know, when, when Kirk's the firstborn, right? So those guys, they need help in this situation. I'm, mm. I'm a middle child. So I had yeah. help, right? Yeah. You need help. That's what we need to be. We need the older brother in that situation. Help yeah. a brother out. And, and if this situation was Dave Cullinan, you'd just jerk him off, wouldn't you? No, no, come on now. That doesn't – just because I enjoy Dave Coney doesn't mean I want to automatically jerk him off. Like, come on. No, I, I actually think that That's would really help right. all the repression issues that Dave has with homosexuality. If if he just maybe, you know, gone full throttle into a gay relationship with you and just got that out of his system. Maybe, but th- this is unfair. I mean, is it is it gay to like lover boys, you know, you know, hard tees and – uh Watch reality TV shows? Is that gay? Is that gay behavior? I don't know. I think somebody who's perfectly comfortable with sexuality. That's all. Speaking of those hard teas, I did a bit of um, research on his hard teas. I've got the flavors here, but they're like, oh, yeah, strawberry lemonade, lemon Mm. iced tea, and hibiscus lime. I reckon Carl went for the strawberry lemonade for sure. He's a hibiscus guy. Stop it. Okay. And that's like, that's all man. That's just, you see him standing there with a backwards hat, sunglasses on, holding one of those things, and maybe like trying to throw a ball at his kid, making him play fetch. Like, that's grown man shit right there. <laughs> that's all that is. I can Love see that. you and Cullinane in a gay bar, you with your shaved head and beard, oh. um, tight tops on, bopping Ooh. away to some techno. Um, Great music. Uh, Summer. Summer ahead. Can't wait. Um, Mm. All right. Next listener question. This is from Suburban Tug Time. Great uh, handle. Menas, what is one thing you truly respect about Dave Cullinane? And Red, what is your least favourite thing about Dave Cullinane? Wow. Spent a lot of time on this question thinking about what is – one thing I, I truly respect about Dave Cullinane. I couldn't quite get there yet. So you go first, Red. I'm, I'm, so I'm going to say my frustration with Cullinane is, and the thing that gets me going the most, is his inability to be confident when he needs to be confident, right? Like he needs to be a little bit more proactive and talk to Kirk and not saying demand going to New York City and go to Barcelona headquarters, but He's got to have that conversation and be a little bit more outgoing in that and just have that conversation. And he's got to be less hesitant to be uh, in the background when he doesn't want to play drops of himself. Like I understand that feeling and he's not wrong in that. I think he's got to get out of his own way a little bit and have some more confidence in those moments because he's a big part of the show. The show has never been better. Kirk says he's never loved doing the show more on Kirking Off. Cullinane's doing a great job. He's got to have more confidence in that role, for sure. Do mm. you notice I guess, how I sprinkled in praise right there? With yeah, the yeah. Criticism? Uh, that was great. I guess, oh, masterful. Uh, yeah, masterful. No one's ever heard that before. Um, what do I respect about Dave Cullinane? I mean, he shows up, I guess, sometimes. Um, uh, Come on, I, be nicer than this. This is not right. I was truthful in this. Yeah, but the on. thing is, I don't have a lot of re- respect for Dave Cullinane. I do like him um but it's how i guess i just respect the fact that he gets the show on air every day um all right next question that's like that's like the biggest thing like you respect the fact that he can put his pants on in the morning like that's right i do actually i do i do i respect that oh man come on okay i guess what i do respect is he doesn't have a glass jaw so unlike steve robinson where steve robinson would probably get really upset when kirk went at him. I think really Dave Cullinane, it just goes in one ear and out the other. And, um, you know, he's on his way home listening to spit, spitting chicklets, fantasizing about producing for Ryan Whitney. So that's what I respect about Dave Cullinane. Notice how I sprinkled in some criticism in there. Yeah, yeah, well, so fuck well yeah, it can work yeah. both ways. <laughs> All right. We've got uh, two questions here. One uh, from Melissa Gorman and Rico Bosco fan. Melissa, what unique New England food are you looking forward to eating when you're in the steak States? 
steak states. Make sure someone gets you to some South Shore bar pizza. And then Rico Bosco fan, uh, are you going to have a lobster roll while in New England? Any other specific food you're looking forward to? Well, it's making me hungry just talking about all this, but love a good lobster roll. So I'll be smashing them when I'm in Boston. I do like good Italian-style pizza, so I'm guessing that is um, the South Shore um, style. Uh, I, in Australia, we have lots of Italian immigrants, a lot, like um, a lot came out here at the same time they went to America around the Second World War. So we do have a lot of traditional, fantastic Italian pizza here. But, of course, I'd like to try the Boston one and maybe the, the water and the flowers different in America. Um, so that's good. Um other American food and specifically New England food. There's a, a great barbecue restaurant near Fenway Park called Sweet Cheeks. I hope that's still there. Love a good American burger. I know that's not specifically New England, but Shake Shack, Five Guys, Warburgers, oh, yeah. you name it. I'll be smashing some of that. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, great donuts. Dunkin' Donuts are really good. They're really, really good. Do you have Dunkin' Donuts out there? No, we don't. No, we don't. We used to. And we've got like shitty versions of it here. Okay. Um, yeah, we else? kind of take it for granted here. I would say I think you're pl- – are you planning on hitting up Connecticut as well? I know there's been talk of that. Yes. Yep, yep. Okay, so if you can get to Connecticut, they're very uh, – there's a few reasons why I hate the state of Connecticut. But um, they are very serious about their pizza. They take it very seriously. They're a little bit of a, a hardo. It's like if you go to Vermont with their maple syrup, they're very much hardos about this. Um, you should try some Connecticut pizza um, and compare it. And hopefully you don't like it. You can shit on it like I do because they <laughs> take it too seriously. If you can go to Regina's, um, you definitely should hit up Regina's for pizza in Boston. Um yeah, I, I think, and then you have to have to have a lobster roll when you come to Maine. I mean, obviously, oh, absolutely, tourists, yeah, absolutely. To I'll take you to the in. finest lobster roll places. Mm, I love a buttery roll, mm. Mm. Um, and then there's obviously lunch at Halfway Cafe with Kirk, um, of course, all that kind of stuff. Um, I want to probably check out a few of the the places that um, are talked about on the main show, um, you know, restaurants and stuff. So yeah, that that's grab a. Up. Grab a bite at Subway with Dave Cullinane too. Exactly. Wherever it'll exactly. take you, you know. Uh, so that's um. So basically, I'm going to leave very fat, and I'm going to eat lots of cake, uh, cherry pie, apple pie, pumpkin pie, any type of pie. I want to eat it. Yeah, I could see you being a pie and a cake guy for sure. <laughs> yeah, I want to eat pie. That's for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, this question was withdrawn by Wokestool. Will Big Cat poach Clemmer? Because I think this person has uh, the same theory you do about Bastel Idol. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, this is not for anybody who honestly is questioning this. This is definitely going down. And I'm curious mm. to see how Menders, I'm excuse me, I'm sure it's curious to see how Clemmer <laughs> does with it because it's going to be good. Do you think you could thrive at Barstool Idol, Menders? And uh, no, and I don't no. want to be a Barstool. I was never, never been a Barstool guy. I've always been a Kirk guy. I listened to the odd Barstool podcast before that, but no, I, I'm not into that. No, definitely not. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a big and, break, man. Like this is, this and is I don't like break. gambling, alcohol, or American, a lot of American sports. So I'm out. Oh. I mean, I like some American sports, but you know, I'm not into them. I couldn't tell you, like, like I would have said Brooklyn on the dozen as well um did you watch the dozen i did um your thoughts uh you're trying to be nice incredible choke an incredible choke from kirk like he looked nervous at the beginning the bright lights got to him i know he carries the team like i hadn't watched many of the other matches before so i actually didn't realize that pat actually said nothing but like pat said nothing the whole half an hour until the end when it was over. So he's, bizarre. He's fundamentally useless when it comes to actually the answers, but he's a glue guy. I respect Kirk for holding on to him. And the more Kirk holds on to him, the more it bothers Clemmer because Clemmer brings this up a lot. You can tell Clemmer wants to be on that team. But like Kirk said, I don't know what Clemmer can Boston. really bring to it. You know, he doesn't he doesn't work at Barstool. And what could Clemmer really bring for trivia knowledge that Kirk doesn't already bring? So it really doesn't serve him anyway. So, yeah, a, a, a huge upset and large. Is it large? Who was it on the other large. team? He really enjoyed beating Kirk. He fucking loved that. Oh, you know, and a lot of them enjoyed that. The fact that Kirk is going home again without the championship. And I guess 
that leads to why we didn't get any of that content at Barstool, right? We didn't get – I mean, what a fail for KFC and Big Cat to not have Kirk in the mix, and what a fail for everybody else. And I don't know – like Kirk said, he's not he's not going to invite himself on other podcasts. Like, you, you have to have him on there. And mm-hmm. it is – the one thing I will say, it's, it's a fail to not have – like, it's great that Kirk's telling those stories at HQ, but what a fail it is to not have video of that of him talking to Barstool Park personalities. like Imagine having the video of Casey coming up and bitching to him about when absolutely. Kirk said he had she had Reddit burners. Absolutely. That would have been fantastic. Like the whole reason why Kirk at Super Bowl week with Barstool is entertaining is because you get all that stuff. You get the, the, the laughs, you get people uncomfortable, and you don't get any of that with this visit. And I don't know when Kirk's going to go back to HQ. So it's like we got to maximize on this like when we can, when we can get it. So it's too bad. All right, next question, Pat from Amesbury. This is um, how many dabs are you going to take with me in July? This is to me. Not exactly sure what a dab entails or how that plays out, but I'll take plenty with you, Pat. I can match it with the best of you. So happy to um, try a few dabs. You sent me some screenshots. I don't know how I would strong, be dabbing. Yeah, I don't know how strong your weed is out there, manners, but these guys Pretty are going to mess you up. Yeah, okay. Okay, good. Looking forward to it. Um, okay, um, this is from – actually, I'm, I'm ignoring this question. It was from VD, but we'll skip through. He's, he's banned from the show at the moment. Um, Court Minahan, Menas, with you and Dave both being 5-1, any chance you could just sneak in as a producer without Kirk knowing the difference? Like, that's, that's sort of half my plan. I'm just going to put on a, a goofy hat and pretend to be Cullinane. I think you could do it. You got to change up your voice a little bit. Uh, maybe add some sure, 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 sure into there, and you can get it. I think, I think this could work out. I can see a fast friendship developing between you and Colin. This is going to happen. I can see you guys getting lunch after the show, really hanging out. There's still no way that Kirk's going to hang out with you, but you and Dave could really be fast friends. Perhaps part of our friction is, you know, a little bit of sexual tension on Carl's side of things. Or you know, I'm an attractive older man who he probably has feelings that he can't resolve inside and um, that comes out in anger and frustration at me sometimes maybe i mean i would hey, Menners, I, I sit across from you once a week i'd take you to pound town i wouldn't mm, mind great that at all. there you go absolutely so, yeah, he's only a man he's only human what are you gonna do <laughs> did, did you hear dave cullinane's criticism of me on kirking off where he said that come on oh, he wasn't was, talking about you he didn't say come on he could be talking about anybody okay he, he was alluding to someone that hosts a wrap-up show that tries to put themselves above the minna fans which i have never ever done maybe i've produced thousands of hours of content for minna fans and they maybe look up to me because of that but sure. i certainly don't place myself on a pedestal i mean you know, Kirking off or celebrating their 70 episodes. Well, we're almost 60 episodes into Minna Fandom. We also did probably 100 shows on the network. So, you know, you do the numbers. That's a lot of content uh, that I've selflessly done for the Minna fans. But I certainly don't Self- put myself on a pedestal. Absolutely. Yeah, you've you've always put the Minna fans ahead of you. That's true. Um, I thought he was talking about, like, DEC. You know, I, wouldn't, I didn't think he was talking about you because there's no way that criticism could be lobbed at you. That's not who you are. You're no. egoless. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's definitely not talking about me because Colony wouldn't do that to me. There's no way. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I got that whole thing at the end wrong, where he was like Kirk was making jokes about imagine doing a wrap up show from as far away as Rhode Island and how incredible that was. Yeah, and then Buddy Buddy went low with the two eggs thing. I mean, that was that was rough. That was bad. That was bad pool by Buddy. I didn't like to hear that. I would definitely jerk off in Buddy's eggs. Not his wife because she's lovely, but Buddy's eggs (laughs) fucking just fucking jerk myself off and come all over them and make him eat them. Like just watch as he eats those scrambled eggs that have been scrambled with my semen. Um, No. Anyway. All right, next question. This is from Killer Kowalski, number one Mena fan. Do you think Kathy Cullinane and Big Jack are swingers? Wow. No, 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 no. Come on. Like, I, I mean, I'll pass this off to you, but the, you couldn't – the Cullinane household sounds like the most repressed household in the world. Like, there's no way there's any swinging going on. There's no way there's even any masturbation going on, if we're being honest. Like, these, these – all of these individuals are repressed. Come on. Yeah, I actually think what happens is it's it's repression city until Kathy is, like, deep into that scotch bottle, and then she just pounds Jack in the sluttiest way possible. Oh, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. 
All right, next question. This is still from KK. Do you think Dave, this is for you, do you think Dave always kisses his mother on the mouth before leaving the house? I think Dave is a fantastic son. I am jealous and envious of his time with his mother. I wish I had that time with my mother, as you know. She's gone now and been gone for quite some time mentally, so it's, it is a shame. But uh, I think Dave absolutely gives her a nice little little smooch on the mouth, just say, hey, thanks, Mom, and then he's off to the races. Maybe a nice little kiss on the cheek, a hug. I think he would do that at the very least. He's a great son. Sounds like it. I wish I, wish I had those Sunday conversations with my, with my mom, don't you? Mm. What was that? Don't you don't you wish you had those Sunday conversations with your mother? Absolutely. Nice little breakfast. Come yeah, on. I'd love to have that. Um, I saw some criticism. Mom cooking, my mom stopped cooking me breakfast when I was about twelve. Um, oh, come on. What's well, true? It's, well, I mean, um, that's, that sounds like a you. She's problem. like Kathy. My mom likes a bit of a drink as well. Um, Listen, bloody Mary. Yeah, my, morning, my experience of going to school was I would come in in the morning and I would say goodbye to my mother and next to the bed would be an ashtray full of cigarette butts and a scotch where, you know, when the ice melts and you've just got this warm, watery scotch, mm. that, that's what would be next to the bed when I'd be saying goodbye to my mum. So, so I understand where Dave Cullinane's coming from. Sure. And, yeah, I did hear your mum tried to kiss you on the lips the last time you saw her, but that was because she thought you were somewhere, someone else. So Yeah, you son of a bitch. You son All of right. a bitch. <laughs> Next question. This is from Killer Kowalski. Who's Dave more jealous of? Big Steve because Kirk prefers him over Dave or Big Jack because he actually got to fuck Kathy Cullinane? You know, I don't. Now that's, that's just an awful question. That's wrong. It? And I think you retweeted this tweet, didn't you? You did that. No, I don't think you? so. Maybe by accident. Yeah, maybe by accident. I, you know what? This is unfair criticism by Kowalski, and I, I know he's joking, and I'll take this as a joke. But Kirk obviously prefers Cullinane as his producer. Kirk said he's never enjoyed the show more, having a great time. Um, the show's never been better. Um, they're producing not one but two cases of the case. Okay, okay, we heard this on the last five so, shows. Yeah, sure. I'm just, I'm just, it. I'm just trying to reset a little bit. It. So right. I think Dave Cullinane's doing a great job, and. Obviously, Kirk is really enjoying that, and and Dave would never do that. How okay, it's a you? joke. It's a joke about Dave fucking his mum. All right. Yeah, do I mean, do you think on. you want? It would never happen. Never happen. All right. All right. Next question. This is from the lovely Lauren Lynn. Kirk hates strawberry shortcake, which is my, which is my personal favorite dessert. Where do we both stand on this? Red. Do you like a good strawberry shortcake? I love a good strawberry shortcake. You know this. I think. Uh, uh, Lauren Lynn's strawberry shortcake, I'm sure, is delicious too. So I'm a big strawberry shortcake guy. I bet you her strawberry shortcake is really delicious. Like right. Lauren would make a good pie, that's for sure. Um, I can imagine, like, she's an amazing baker. Um, mm-hmm. I imagine she's really okay. good in the kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. And I do. I really like strawberry shortcake. I uh, it's it, it's not something that uh, I've had recently. So perhaps Lauren and I can have someone I'm over for the summer. Um, but, That's a nice yeah. light dessert. That's nice. Mm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Uh, strawberry shortcake, uh, said cherry pie. I'm just keen to get into all of it. So, mm. um, I, And I love the, the Cheesecake Factory classic strawberry cheesecake, which is the cheese and the strawberries on top. So, And, and then Kirk hating strawberry shortcake. That's not a surprise. Lauren, I mean, because if you look at any photo of strawberry shortcake, it's just got cream everywhere. And Kirk doesn't strike me as a guy that likes a lot of cream. I know Carl does, but Kirk doesn't. Of course. And he hates strawberries. I mean, who the hell hates strawberries? I don't know. What's wrong with a good strawberry? I don't get that, but it's crazy, Tom. What are you going to do? All right, next question. This is from Downstairs Area. Do you think I'm correct in inferring this is a very complex question for this um, this little podcast. That Chris directly asked Kirk for a paid job on the show and was told no. He made several references to KMS not wanting to hire him, but if that conversation did take place, I would have expected it to be used for show content thoughts. Now, I'll just jump in before you answer this, Red. I would say on the show it's been mentioned many times that Kirk is not going to pay anyone, especially Chris. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think uh, Chris would actually bring it up directly because he's Kirk's already come out and he's gone out in front of it and said it, right? He doesn't want another full-time employee, so it's not going to happen. So I don't know that 
that would actually need to happen. And Clemmer's just already assumed this. And every time he has that conversation, it's, well, you don't want to hire me. You don't want me to do this. So how am I being disloyal to you? You know, so, yeah, I don't know what, what else. Bad take from downstairs area. I think he's got that way wrong. And as well, like, for example, say at the little dinner in um, Magnolia, Chris has sort of mentioned it to Kirk. Hey, you know, is there a chance you'll ever hire me full time? Whatever. Kirk would have brought that on the show. He was the first thing he would have said at the live show is that Chris asked me for a job just before. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think we've missed anything there. I, I think it's a, it's a given that Kirk doesn't, there's no money to pay these full-time employees. He pays Cullinane. He's going to pay Justin like $8 an hour or whatever it is in America. Um, and, and that's it. That's the budget. And he said if Mike wants to come back, he'll do that. And that's a bit of a, a charity thing on Kirk's behalf and that's it. Yeah, and Clemmer's a good man of fan. He's already listened to this. He already knows this. He's seen Carano go through this where Carano is asking for a job. Justin as well went through and asked for a full-time job with whatever he was asking for for money, and he saw that negotiates with Blind Mike. So, I mean, Clemmer gets the deal. He knows the show. He gets it. He gets it. All right, this is from Pearl Cullinane, um, someone who you, who you respect a lot, um, Dave's grandmother. As an Beautiful. older widow who is still very much sexually active, Ooh. what is the appropriate cutoff age-wise for younger men? And this is to me, I wouldn't mind giving you a taste when you come to the States, sweetie. Oh, wow. How old would you go, Menners? How old are you going to go on that? I mean, Good question. Yeah, I, I've never been one. Well, I usually go cutoff age down. Like what's the, the youngest I'll go? Uh, it's not usually the oldest. Um, yeah, what's your oldest? What are you going to, what are you rolling <laughs> with there? Come on. I don't know, but Come on. I guess it depends how they look. Um, I think per Pearl's probably uh, a little bit uh, past the um, past the, the the point of no return. I don't think come I on. need that saggy vagina and wrinkled come old come on. body. I mean, it's just, you can't. You don't know that. You can't paint with a broad brush. I say don't yuck somebody's yum. You want to go older? Oh, older. no, I'm just saying for me. I'm saying for Wait, me. Man. I'm not saying you can't. You can do it for sure. Okay, thank you. I mean, well, if, I if she has false teeth and she could take them out and give me a blowjob and I close my eyes and I imagine someone else is doing it, maybe we're we're in pound town. I don't know. We're 37 minutes in and I think you've had sex with every member of Colonnade's family. This is this is unbecoming. This is not good. <laughs> All right, this is from Ted Sarandis. With Great the conclusion of Kirking Off, there is no clear number two wrap-up show. Excluding yourself and Red... Which two to three Minna fans would you like to see joined together to create a show? Mm. So this, I've thrown this on you, so you probably haven't had a chance to think about this one. I have. Um, so I'd, I'd like Lauren Lynn to do a show regularly because I like the, I just visual. Like the, way she, the no, visual. No, I like the way the visual, of course, but I like the way she views the Minna fan world. I think she's really sensible and smart and Often if I'm a little bit sort of lost in the Minifam world, she just steers me straight. So I think she'd be great on a show. I'd like to see Beyond Average Mick um, be a, a, a person on that, a character on that show because he needs to get away from Christian as soon as possible and he actually listens to the show. Mick's got some talent as a producer and everything he talks about with Christian is so boring, but I think with Lauren... He, he would actually be more interesting. So, um, and then a third one, actually wouldn't mind some new new characters. I mean, we've been through all the old um, voices. You know, maybe there's some new, like I've found Carlos. I've brought Carlos into the world from the outside. Maybe there's someone who hasn't been on a show before who could come on. So that, that's where I'm sort of going with this. I, I like where your head's at. I think uh, downstairs area I think would be uh, phenomenal. I like his points. He's got either great criticisms or great jokes. I think he's got a good sense of humor, so I think he would be a good one. I'm assuming he. Um, also, I would say probably it would be nice to get Ziggy back in the mix because I think Ziggy does a great job of enjoying the show but also being critical of people. Uh, you got to find that balance with those people. So I think those are two, a new one and, and one coming back into the mix would be very good. But I agree with you that the Mental Ladies show, was a very good show and it is too bad that it's not back on and i know that some of us were listening and some of us were just having it on mute for whatever reason and just watching so i listened and watched red okay okay all right okay uh, next question from ted sarandis what is the top moment so far for minna fandom 
He writes, the firing of John from Scranton, for some reason, stands out to me. For me, that was a wild moment. I had no idea. And what it's done to John now, I mean, it's absolutely ruined John. I like John a lot, but you've, I mean, you've killed him. What is he even doing on Twitter anymore? I don't even get to see it. And whatever he's tweeting about, I don't know what it is. You killed him, Manners. Yeah, and... I'm, uh, it's not something I'm proud of because he's a nice guy, but uh, but yeah, he just wasn't right for Men's Live, and and obviously Men's Live died because Cullinane won't allow Minifans to prosper under his watch. Top moment of Minifandom, I think, sort of the episode. I mean, I've really enjoyed all the guests. Obviously, Red coming on board's been the the, the deal breaker for this show. He's just taken it to the next level. Uh, unless he rests on his laurels. But, I mean, I've, I've great to have Tim on the show and Chris and um, Dava and there's been Killer Kowalski even came on, although that was awful. But, you know, I love having new voices on. Probably one of the highlights is having Lauren Lynn on because she's such a wonderful woman. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that episode where we had a real fight about Cullinane, it ended up being like a two-hour episode. That's probably the highlight for me. I mean, we could have just gone on for six hours arguing back and forth. We were so crazy. Absolutely. I can I come on here every every week thinking I'm gonna get into another two hour fight with you, but you've been so kind to me recently. I'd say probably I was hesitant. I was gonna mention the Mayo episode too. That was probably that was a highlight, wasn't it? Yeah, highlight in terms of like no podcast has ever shredded more listeners in one one moment than than that release. I and mean, we're still it, sort of bouncing back from that. It's impressive to have that many people not listen after a mm. popular week. It's impressive. To it's impressive that. to have had 11,000 downloads in the last like 60 days. And you, you factor in that Mayo did a release on this podcast feed. Yeah. No, I, Sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to bring up those stats. No, um, I know he gets upset. No. Um, all right. That's the listener questions. Uh, Minifan world stuff. Uh, I mean, Montante's world had Stone Minifan on. Um, the only thing I'm annoyed about that is, uh, Lauren Lynn snubbed me in the wake of that release. Um, and, and look, I will say the one good thing about Montante is he does put a synopsis of points that they talk about. So, for example, on that um, episode he did with Stone Minifan, there was five topics I did not care about. And then they, at the end, they they both selected their like cabinet for the Minifan world, like president, press secretary, you know, some stupid. You know, Montante was hammered as fuck so it didn't make much sense but so i could actually skip forward and just listen to that five minute bit and not have to suffer through any other the moronic political talk those two bring to the table but then lauren lynn tweets out her cabinet where am i gone when i call her out on it she goes oh you can be the foreign secretary or something just like a, a token position after all the support i've given her it's, it's unbelievable the amount that you've simped for her and been there for her and she just totally threw you under the bus and I'll tell you, I got no enjoyment out of that matters. I like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think, I think I retweeted it just to say, hey, like, this is despicable that you did this to matters. And I hate that she hurt your feelings. Um, And I hope that she can make that up to you one day because I don't know how she creates a cabinet without you. I can see, you know, myself getting overlooked because there's many, many, I like talking to Lauren Lynn. She's a very nice person, but there's many guys that are in her DMs, I'm sure. So Mm. there's many guys on the front of her brain. I get that. but for to leave you off is, is shameful. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be the president, but you're certainly Would have been a powerful. Nice. Se- you're a powerful Secretary of State. There is no doubt. Exactly. Yeah. So um, Lauren and I'll be working through those issues in person I later so. in the summer. Um, All aboard did a special with Channel Zero. I didn't listen because I'm not interested in hearing those lunatics talk about conspiracy theories or or politics. But I imagine it's probably okay. Like I'm just saying, it's okay. So I, I worry nice about I, I worry about you on Twitter while this whole uh, gun violence and school shooting thing is going on, like, and seeing the Minifans talk about this on Twitter. This is going to send you right over the edge, my friend. I can feel it. Yeah, you want, I'm not you engaging. No I'm not engaging on this this gun topic. It's okay. you, you lunatics in America can have your guns. Um, all right, and then the other bit of um, Minifan content, maybe the. Well, actually, the, the Beyond Average podcast released probably their worst episode to date this week. Literally, there was not one bit of interest in that. So don't even listen. Um, I, list, I I looked to see if there was anything about KMS. The only thing that jumped out to me was Kristen, Christian didn't have his hat on and he looks fucking f- 
kooky without his hat. I'm like, you know how Mick looks like the little gremlin or something? Sure. Christian yeah. actually has a similar type head and the hat kind of hid that. But like they're, they're cousins or something. They're two little gremlins and you can kind of see it. Um, There's two little, little guys too. I don't uh, – they- not you, other little people, like little, mm. little people like that. Like, they kind of weird me out, man. Like, you see those eyes, those big eyes, and those the little bug bodies. eyes. Yeah, at least I don't yeah. have them. Nah, that's true. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a little bit very handsome, so it kind of works out okay. 100%. Yeah, you look great. Um, all right. And then, uh, yeah, the, the, what was it? The big sort of, I guess, Minifan bit of content this week was the farewell episode by Kirking Off. What, what did you think then of Kirk reaching out to them? And saying, I'd like to come onto your show to shit on manners. Well, we don't know that he said that, but I will say this. Uh, one, there's nobody better giving back to the fans. Uh, and two, the the troll of you and not talking about you and him going on that show, he is the cunt that I aspire to be. He's everything. So it was a masterful job by him. Colony jumped in as well. Um, I will say... Blind Mike's daddy, prepared as always, and I don't know what Buddy is saying half the time. So it, they were so nervous. It was fantastic. It was a great show. I loved listening to that. Yeah, and I'm not going to criticize it for giggling like little girls at everything Kirk said because if Kirk came on this show, we'd probably do the same and humor him and laugh at his jokes. Um, well, we would I do mean, that too, but then also, I mean, you would take it very seriously as you would do in your interview tone that you do with him. So I No, think. no, I, I, that was my one time with okay. him. You know, I can fuck around with Kirk. You know, that was a that was a that was a shot I, I did. I actually it was an enough about me tribute show and it with Kirk as the guest and I thought it went really well. If you haven't listened yes. to it, go back. It's um on this podcast feed or the YouTube channel. And it is probably if you actually think about interviews that Kirk has done about his career full stop. Like this is that's probably the definitive Kirk Minahan interview because who else has walked him through his career like I did? Uh, ever, ever. May, no, Mayo's was good, but it was a second placer. Yeah, that's probably true. I thought like, even outside of this world, Kirk hasn't done many podcasts and stuff. That's true. That's very true. I, I, I enjoyed it. I just think it was a little too NPR-ish for me. But I understand what you were doing there. That's well, there was there was a big thing there. Steve fucked me up because my whole thing was we were oh, going to yeah, do let's it play live. Now, we were going to do it live. No, I said yeah. it at the time. If you go back and listen to the audio, I we know. Hey, to, listen, I'm, I'm here for. And I'm just I'm saying just... we were going to do that interview live, and I was hoping to play with the comments a bit and that add the spark to it, you know. And then at last minute. It's like, oh, no, it's a pre-record, so I can't get the live interaction that I was hoping for. Steve fucked that up. I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if you go back and listen to it, you'll hear at the beginning, Kirk says, okay, well, we can not do it if you want. And I'm like, that's okay, Kirk, we can do it. Um, <laughs> okay. Did, so so how, much, well, did, how much did that bother you, the Kirk and off? Because I – Let's be honest, Menners. Like I was, I was enjoying your your DMs that you were sending to me. I could tell, like this this ticked you off. Let's be. Which bit ticked me off? Just the kirking off the fact that they got Kirk on the show and oh, not at all. all I'm actually, I'm really happy he went on. Um, uh, You know, he came on my show a couple of years ago, so I think it's great that Kirk does that. yeah, like things like Buddy annoys me. I mean, I guess what jumped out at me um, from the show is Kirk said he wants to end KMS after five years. Do you think that'll happen? Oh yeah, absolutely, I do. I think there's there is a time limit on this, and you can definitely tell this is not going to be fun for Kirk forever. Like, get in, get out. You have the money. You can go do something else if he wants to. He can do whatever he wants, right? So, why be stuck in this game and deal with these crazies? Get out of it as soon as you can. And he's gonna he's got a great I mean, think about how much longer we have now with him and Dave Colonnade, like mm-hmm. and all the things that they're gonna do together. Like it's the perfect time to get out. I believe that one hundred percent. You don't believe that he's gonna get out in that time? I'm not sure because he ch- changes his mind all the time. I actually wouldn't be surprised if the case goes full time then. He just ditches the main show and it's all case stuff. I wouldn't be surprised either. I was I was shocked to hear that there was two cases going on at the same time. I'm curious what that OnlyFans aspect of it is. I think now that it's not just that true crime, you know, solving a murder situation, I think 
that really opens the doors for them. To well, do Kirk famously doing. said that he, you know, wants to broaden the case's outlook on what they look at. He famously said that. Famously. Famously said that. 100%. <laughs> um, Kirk did mention, actually, that and he didn't go into detail, but he mentioned that a mini, uh, sort of minifan or not a minifan, some troll, did something at the end of last year to him quite bad. And there are other minifans that still interact with that said minifan, and which is disturbing because despite me, like, uh, you know, criticising Kirk, I really get upset when people do real-life stuff to him. Absolutely. Right. And that's yeah. that's what's going to end it all. So, so you know, it. people like, you know, people like John from Scran, all those fucking Mintel guys, GVE fuckers, where they go, oh, when I get really angry at them is because they still play slap and tickle with those people that have done horrible things to Kirk and they don't realise it's not a joke. Like that stuff's not a joke. Yeah, they play it both ways. They want it both ways. And you got to I, – I hate the slap and – the only thing I hate though is the criticism of calling it slap and tickle. Like there's certain ways that you can hold the line and interact with people who have been bad actors or whatever you would call it while you're still criticizing them, right? You don't have to completely block that person. You can be critical of that person and keep an eye on that person too. So I, I, but I understand what you're saying. The slap and tickle thing is exactly what those guys do, unfortunately, where they're just sitting around giggling with their boys and they don't take anything seriously. It's like, all right, well, okay, then I get, that's how people are going to treat you. So yeah, that's fucking how they get treated. Idiots. Like, you know, sneakers. I don't even do the names, but there's, there's just a few people that, we sh- we would, if possible, should expunge from this world, like the the humanity. Like, would right. we be upset if they were in a mass shooting? Probably not. Um, no. no. All right. And they and the, they listen to the show. They love the show more than anybody. They just love to hate it. They're they're crazies. Did you know? And you might not have heard this before, but they brought it up on Kirking Off. Howard Stern has changed. Did you know that? I didn't know that, and I listened to Mike's. Uh, why are you laughing on Howard Stern? I was shocked to hear that he's really changed manners. Really has. It's odd. It's incredible. Yeah. Mm, groundbreaking. And also Kirk um, refuted the allegations that he had never called the cancer lady. He, he said he had called the cancer lady back. He got a name and they chatted and then he found out in the obituaries that she, he, she'd passed away. So, I mean, I guess I guess Kirk might have done that. He might have felt bad that they'd called Are her. you the matter fan in question whether that had happened? Yeah, I, I might have said that was a lie. I might have said that was a lie. And so, okay, so can we can we reference this? Let's just bookmark this for the next time you ask, like, I don't know why Kirk hates me. Can we just can we come back to this? Because why would you ever question that? Why would he just make that up? Okay, what does Kirk say all the time? And even in the latest episode with Jared Carabas's article in the New York Post, you might not have got there yet, but um, Kirk rings the journalist and they, they does some fact-checking. And, and you know, what is, what is the problem with me asking questions? It's not that you're asking questions. It's saying that you're calling him a liar because you don't believe it, Manners. It's not that you're asking questions. You see what I'm saying? And then... Well, Kirk has lied on on the main show a lot for content. I thought this could be another one of those things. Hold on. And and then so if you want to question it, that's fine. But you can't have it both ways. You can't then sit there and wonder why he doesn't like you. You see what I'm saying? Can you stop with this fake news about Kirk not liking me? Uh, I I, I think he really likes me. That's true. That's speculation. I have no idea. No idea. That's right. I'm speculating. Yeah, stop moving away from the mic. Now, are you going to um, you're going to approach the main show about the Friday night? You're going to get in touch with Cullinane, of course, um, because you know Mike's keen to do a Mike and the Minna fans. You know, we do a Minna fandom. We don't do a Kirky off because that show's dead. We, we we just do a couple of little short shows. Um, then we all hit the piss. We all hit the gunge. It's a massive kickstart to the weekend. Hit the roll piss, on in, I like. Roll on like into that. Saturday morning. Attaboy. Fucking, um, you know, I've got a hotel in the city. Um, so it, it's going to be wild. Beds? So, How many beds you got in there? We'll all be in one bed. Don't you worry. Oh, let's <laughs> go. Fucking orgy. Um, Big spoon. Okay. Yeah, fucking orgy with like uh, like 10 middle-aged men, balding, mm-hmm. ugly middle-aged men. Yeah, it's going to be all dudes. Carl, Carly's going to love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you get on to that. Um, pop culture stuff, really excited. T- massive couple of days. Kenobi starts tonight or starts like this afternoon Australian time. 
like I'm I cannot wait for that. And then I'm seeing Top Gun Maverick tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait. I'm seeing it on Saturday. I cannot wait for this. That's my Saturday. Oh, well, perfect. Look at us. I cannot yeah. wait. Oh, Menners, I'm so excited for this movie. I'm going to see it. I'll probably see it back to back. I'm just going to hang in the theater. It's it's going to be that good. There's Cannot no wait. way I'm going to be let down. Mm, I am, um, and and this is um, this is obviously um, Red's um, parents segment. What are they watching from heaven? Or mm. um, mm-hmm. I, I also watched um, Pop Star this week, and uh, that's my boy. Two Andy Samberg movies because they were mentioned on the main show. Hilarious, hilarious, so funny. Very good. Um, I think he's got better movies than he was ever on SNL. Like I think he's mm. better in the movies than SNL. So fantastic. Couldn't agree more. That's my boy was so funny at the end. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen that's my boy, just skip 30 seconds. But the fact that at the end, uh, the, the plot twist is the, the brother and sister are caught fucking and that's what ruins the wedding. Just, just hilarious. Love that. Oh, that's great. And um, I enjoyed Ricky Gervais's comedy special. Have you watched that? I enjoyed that too. I was surprised that um, I was surprised that Kirk and Mike was Mike wasn't even that um, into it. So I was surprised to hear that because I thought that was very good. Mm. Love Ricky Gervais. The only thing I don't like about Ricky Gervais is that Jerry Callahan talks about him and calls him Ricky Gervais. <laughs> he says it over and over again like an idiot. And then Craig says nothing because Craig just sits there and says nothing. It's like your boy sounds like a moron, Craig. Help your boy out here. Because Craig's Mr. Comedy, you might want to speak up on this. Mm. Help him. Exactly. Uh, I, I enjoyed the Gervais comedy as well. Comedy special was fine. Um, I've, I I don't think it was – I can see why Kirk and Mike were sort of lukewarm on it because it was more of the same from Ricky. But, I mean, it's funny. And I, I like the fact that he just pokes fun at those PC idiots all the time. And he just won't take a backward step. He's completely fearless. Absolutely. And I don't know what it's like. I'm curious what it's like for you in Australia. Like people in here are up in arms and, and you know, clutching their pearls about a stand-up special like that. In Australia, that probably goes over very well, right? People have a good sense of humor there, right? They're not totally politically correct. No, we, we're not totally politically correct. Interesting, though, we just had a federal election last week and there was like a little bit of whispering about the transgender issue more so than the last election. So like Australia, we're behind America. We just get all your shit a bit later, except the guns. We got rid of them a long time ago. So well we don't have, you know, a, an average of over one mass shooting a day. We're really lucky in that way. Right. Um, that's good. So that's you. good. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed Kevin Clancy's latest solo show about that shooting. I thought actually at least he had some guts. Like sometimes I think Kirk, as someone who is very smart as a platform, shouldn't sit on the fence all the time and shouldn't take the cop out. Oh, I'm not going to say you can't have a gun. Like why not? Like if that's what you think, just say it. Well, I mean, I don't know what Kevin Clancy said, but um, it's not it's not. Let's let's slow down. He's not a hero for saying whatever he said about not having guns. Like that's not something that's going to get him in any hot water. I didn't say he was a hero. I'm just saying at least he got on the. At least he was gutsy. He has an opinion. He's not. He's willing to say what he thinks, which is all guns should be like taken away. Well, I mean, okay, but Kirk has an opinion on that too, and it felt like he was shitting on both sides here, Menace. He was shitting on everybody. And including himself, like that, yeah, that, but that I, I just opinion. think he's smart. He knows that your gun should be taken away. In in he knows that, um, but he just he just doesn't have the guts to say it. That's what, what well, I think. I think I will hold on. I think you agree with that. That's what you want. So that's why you're saying that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want to get into it because I come from a totally different country and culture, yeah. and you know yeah. we're not we we don't support kids getting murdered here all the time. It's just Absolutely. just something we're against. I don't know, right. like. It's radical, you guys don't, you know. You guys don't outfit your yeah, and like weapons. we want people yeah. to not get That's sick not, and die. That's why we give them vaccines. It's incredible. It's not the American. Um, give them. Guns all right, let's just let's just wrap say. this up. We've got like a minute yeah. left. We're running out of time. The clock's ticking. Uh, the mm-hmm. munching minifan segment. A lot of food talk in the last couple of weeks. Surprising because Carl only eats one meal a day, which I am very concerned about. I think Red, you need to reach out to Cullinane and. I will. It's not healthy to just eat one meal a day, and that meal is pizza. It's n- it's not. He's got to get a little bit more protein in his diet, a little less carbohydrates, and you know, a little more less simple sugars. Have to do that. Okay. And, and how do you have your steak cooked? Are you a well done guy like Carl? Oh no no, no no. That's that's another repressed version of whatever his family is doing. You got to have 
I am a medium rare kind of guy. Give me, give me bloody Same. buddy. Need Great. It. We can share mm-hmm. a steak when I'm over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I'll feed it and, to you. And, and uh, well, that's it, Duck. They said Kirk and Chris Clemens said they didn't like Duck. That is just wrong. Duck is great. Love Duck. Uh, roast Duck, Chinese Duck, beautiful. Uh, it's so. just got to be cooked right. It's just got to be cooked right. Like there, it's, it, there's a, 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 like for the margin of error on a steak is much bigger than a duck. You really exactly. got to get that thing right. Absolutely. Yeah, if it's too rare, I'm not into a duck breast, but if it's just a little bit pink, beautiful. Agreed. All right, that's it for Mina Fandom this week. I've got to run to a meeting. Red, you've been great. To remember, don't rest on your laurels. Don't be lazy. Uh, keep moving forward. Uh, sort this stuff out. And um, listeners, got, we'll be back next week. Got my list. I'm going to be proactive. Thank you, Menners. All right, bye. Bye, buddy.